Warrior! You landed on the Coach JV Podcast. This is a raw, authentic podcast, helping you understand the power you have inside of you to accomplish great things. I'm just going to warn you, if you're sensitive, this is not the podcast for you. But if you're ready to rise, let's go. Warriors, rise! Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Coach JV Podcast. We talk about motivation, health, and life. I'm your host, Coach Shavy, your top health and mindset coach in the world. Remember what you believe in your heart, you think in your mind will eventually become your words and become your reality. If you can see it in your mind, eventually you can hold it right here in your hands. What you repeatedly do gets ingrained in your subconscious mind. What gets ingrained in your subconscious mind becomes an unconscious activity. Oh man, listen guys, listen, listen, listen. Yesterday's podcast, I was like, guys, you got to activate. Let's go. And today I want to talk about I am you, you are me. Okay. And this is something that I can speak from physical experience and we can take it back into the brain. We can take it into the Bible. We can do it. We can take it at any angle you want, but this is the truth. This is the truth. And I'm speaking from paradigm. Okay. Speaking from my current paradigm that I'm experiencing the reality and the physicality and the mentality that changed, which created the world that I'm living. Yes. There's a lot of crazy things going on within the world, but not within my world. There's things happening within my world that are completely unorthodox or unrealistic within the physical public eye because everybody's waiting for a savior. But when I realized that Jesus was teaching me, let's call him Christ, Yeshua, Yeshua was teaching me that it's all inverted, that isn't it written that you are kings and queens, that the kingdom of heaven is within you, go up and to the right. Cast your nets to the right. Don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. He talked about the singular eye. He talked about breaking down the temples in the physical and bringing them back in the metaphysical or non-physical. You have two temples and in between is the singular eye, which people call it the pineal gland, which it is called the people, science, God, pineal gland. And what he's saying is, and why Jesus walked out of the church is because he couldn't relate to them anymore. He was in the synagogues before he left for 18 years, Christians, religious people. He was in the synagogues for, for, for up until he was 12 years old. He was in the churches spitting fire. And he finally said, something is wrong here. And he left for 18 years, 18 years. He could not relate to the churches. He leaves for 18 years, comes back on a donkey. Think about this from a mental standpoint, a logical standpoint. He comes back on a donkey after 18 years, and none of you guys ask where he was at for 18 years. Not one of you guys is out there putting stuff on social or going out there knocking door to door or talking to your brother and sister in Christ and saying, where was Jesus at for 18 years? What you call it is the lost years of Jesus. But when he came back, let's put some context to this. When he came back, He didn't go to the churches. He went right into the synagogues and started flipping over the money changers, started calling them hypocrites and started saying, don't trust these people in the robes, sit in the back of the church till you're invited to the front. He wasn't invited to the front of the church with the knowledge that he had. And he inverted all of the teachings. He went from village to village. He said, if they don't listen to you in that village, go to another village. He was eating with his disciples and they said, your mother and brother are outside. He said, they are not my mother and brother. Therefore, they do not think like me. 
He was doing sermons on the mount and thousands of people showed up and he flipped the teachings. He said, you slap me on on one cheek. I'm going to let you slap me on the other. You take my shirt. I'm going to give you my coat. You tell me to walk a mile. I'm going to walk two miles with you. What was it before that? It was eye for an eye before that. It was vindictive, gross, greedy, sick, nasty, pedophilia behaviors. It's, it's, it's the same cycle that's going on right now. And what he was teaching was it's an energy frequency within your body that he is a mere reflection. And so why he was able to inspire so many people and why we still talk about him today. The reason why we still talk about him today is because he was us. We can relate to him. We can relate to him. We can't relate to the people sitting in their robes in front of the church, making you feel like a sinner and you're not worthy. We can't relate to that because that makes us feel really low. And so we're fearful and we're scared and we're praying, please, God, help me. When Jesus was like, I am you, you are me. Look me in the eye, brother or sister. We got this. That's why we still talk about him today. That's why there is no book of Jesus that all the stories were written about him because he made such a large impact on these people's lives because all he did was go fix us, the broken people. The church was not for the right. The church is for the righteous. It's, 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 a, it's supposed to be a hospital for the broken. Church is supposed to be for not the people that show up in their suits and their fancy clothes and their nice cars and they got their Bible all pretty and stuff like that. And the couples get together and they take a picture with their family and everything is perfect. Then you get home and they have not, they don't have a good marriage. They're arguing all the time. The kids are freaking in disarray. The kids are, you know, they're telling them everything's a sin and the kids want to touch everything because it's so sinful instead of communicating with their children, showing them that they're not perfect, just like their children and embodying and being together and being in Christ and being loving and leading by example and, you know, tipping well and, and not flipping people off on the freeway, but being a good human being. That's what being a Christian is. It's being Christ-like. Christians didn't even exist when the Bible was written. No sticks wrote the Bible, which is knowing. Christians came after the death of Christ. It came way further after that, guys. They changed his name to Jesus for a reason. His name is Yeshua, Yeshua. He was us. He was you. He was me. And what you're seeing, now let me explain that. What you're seeing in your physical reality is you. I've seen the change in my children because I have changed and they have changed. We have changed together. Five years ago is a completely different environment completely different environment. I put them in a fucked up situation. The energy was off. We were all piled into a house, my parents' house. My energy was off. Therefore, there was a little bit of chaos. And as I transformed my energy, it allowed them to see themselves in me, that they felt safe. We feel comfortable. And now we have a great family dynamic and a great relationship. What happened is they are me. I am them. They're looking at me. I'm looking at them. And when you look at your reality, if you have friends that are always angry and always upset, that's you. You attracted that. You're literally looking at a mere reflection of yourself. And what we're trying to do is you're trying to change your parents. You're not going to change your parents. They are reflecting themselves. And they're trying to come to you and telling you that you're wrong and the life that you're living is not right. But they're trying to tell you, you don't look like me anymore. And that scares me. Think about that. The reason why your parents say this stuff to you, especially when you're raising your frequency and you're doing good things for yourself, like, oh, that's wrong. They're just saying, I don't know you anymore because I created you and I wanted you to be just like me, but you're doing things that aren't like me and it scares me. They just don't know. But you cannot for one moment change your life for someone else's opinion of you because you will get the mere reflection. If you look at their life, if their life is thriving and they're doing well and you want that life, then mirror it. But if their life is full of chaos and they're in debt all the time and they can't pay their bills and it's constant negativity and they're just talking about negativity all the time, then if you want that, then mirror that. 
But if you want your life to change, it's an internal to external thing. You must change the internal. You must cast your nets to the right. You must go up to the right of the mountain. You must not let your left hand know what the right hand is doing. And what they're saying there is Jesus says, I don't care what goes into your mouth. I care what goes out of your mouth. He's saying the words, the thoughts, your singular eye, everything you're embodying inside will eventually be a mere reflection of you. So it doesn't matter what happens in the physical world. It matters what's happened internally. And I'm a walking, breathing, living proof of that. I've radically transformed my mind. Therefore, I've transformed my life. It's completely unrealistic for me to go lose money three times and it broke on my parents' couch at 41 years old and go from that to living in my, my dream home, having great relations with my kids, being financially free, spiritually free, mentally free, traveling around the world with working with some of the top, one of the top ascension coaches in the world, in my opinion, one of the top shamans in the world, in my opinion, and having friends that are freaking high frequency, high vibration. We're not worried about the war. We're not fighting an invisible enemy. If the war taps down in our country and, and in my neighborhood and in my house, I will protect my family. But it's not my war. So what I'm telling you is I am you, you are me. We are mirroring each other. And every time I meet people out in public, I meet people that, that follow our stuff. And it's like, they're high frequency mirror reflections of me. And I'm, a, I'm just them and they're just me and that's it. And we see each other in each other, our stories. But guys, I was a crackhead in a crack house 17 years ago. And in that crack house, I saw myself. I was a low frequency piece of shit human being. I was a horrible father. I wasn't paying my rent. I wasn't paying my bills. I was a crackhead. And therefore, when I looked across the room, I was sitting around a bunch of crackheads, low frequency pieces of shit fathers and mothers. It was a mirror reflection. So how is it possible for me to go from that mirror reflection to having high frequency people, people that are friends from all over the world now that are doing crazy things? To go from being completely broke in the top 1% of earners in the United States, heading towards the top 1% of, of, of net worth within the next two years, it's because I changed the internal, which became a mirror to the external. You can do the same thing. That's my point in this. That's what Jesus was teaching. You are me. I am you. I'm staring at a mirror reflection. So if I start to see a bunch of piece of shit people in my life, that means I'm a piece of shit. If I start to see a bunch of high frequency, abundant people expanding conscious, that means I'm expanding consciousness and I believe in myself and I have self-love. I am that I am. I am powerful. I am strong that I am. I'm the richest man in the world that I am. I'm a great father that I am. I'm a great partner that I am. I am a great, great uh, business owner that I am. I only speak goodness in existence into myself. Therefore, I'm a mere reflection. You can't beat God's plan. That's why they say we win in the end. You can't beat God's plan. That's why we, they say we win in the end. Because God is embodied inside of you. Your soul came. God doesn't know he's perfect unless he comes through the soul into the ethereal body, into this low frequency plane, which is the earth, to experience. And you are God experiencing this beautiful ecosystem and you get to live full out. And you have a responsibility of every single person that came before you and every single person that comes after you. And so what are you going to do with this responsibility? Are you going to repeat this process? You're going to go back up, ascend back up and then have to come back down and do it again? Because God wants to experience this until he perfects what he's trying to perfect. You are, you are perfect in his eyes. That's what he wants to experience. You're not Brad Pitt. I'm not Michael Jordan. You're not Coach JB. I'm not Bobby or Susie. Your name was picked for a reason. It's all by a divine blueprint. That's why you have different fingerprint, different DNA. It's time to get our shit together, guys. So let's get after it. I love you guys. I appreciate you as we always say, warriors, rise. Love you.